Hey everybody, welcome to the Bay Podcast. It's your co-host James with Jake. Episode 97. Happy Sunday. Jake, how you doing? You know, I'm doing good, all things considered. I'm alive, that's all that matters, huh? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, let's get straight into it. You know what Sundays are about. All about football, nothing else. Yeah. So if you're thinking about anything else, Jake, in any other sport, don't worry about it, because today is only about football. Yeah, I'll have tomorrow to cry in my room right. without leaving it. <laughs> absolutely. Well, let's get into it. Uh, for those who don't know, the 49ers, um, the Santa Clara 49ers, a.k.a. the San Francisco 49ers, a.k.a. the best team in the Bay Area, beat the New York Giants 36-9 in an absolute blowout uh, in a 10 o'clock game today. Um, great fucking game, in my opinion. Uh, well-coached, yeah, well-played, well-executed. What'd you say? It was a great game for one team. <laughs> Absolutely. You're not lying. Uh, I see this tweet, though. Um, the SF 49ers... Uh, have out have won against the state of New York, sixty-seven to twenty-two. Yeah, it's pretty good. Forty-five point uh, advantage. Absolutely, that's a great win margin for sure in two games. Um, but yeah, great game. Obviously, the decimated uh, team on injuries, but you know, the, some guys really stepped up, and it was really nice to see a couple of guys we'll be talking about who did step up. Uh, starting with Nick Mullins, uh, obviously in the replacement of Jimmy G, uh, had a phenomenal game. Uh, great, like I, I put here as my note, great game manager. He did his job. Um, did not have any turnovers. I mean, he did take two sacks, but I mean, I think he was the, if I'm not mistaken, for most of the day, uh, he was the the leader in yards this game. He had 343 yards. I'm really surprised that he had that many passing yards, which is crazy. Um Absolute stud out there. Had one touchdown, um, averaging 13.7 yards a game, uh, a throw. So you'd love to see how, how well he played. Um, again, had, had no bonehead uh, fumbles, bonehead uh, interceptions. I mean, he did, like, he, he did get sacked uh, like Martinez on a, by Blake Martinez on the delay blitz. Uh, that was one of them, and then just another one, the, the pocket crash. But other than that, I think he played really well. What about you, Jake? What are your thoughts on Nick Mullins? Yeah, that was his best game as a pro, I think. Um other than the other than his first game against the Raiders, but absolutely, he played he played really well today. Um, that's all you can ask for out of your backup, and he's without a doubt, I'd say top three backups in the NFL, like easily. No, he's the best backup in the NFL. I think. Yeah. Well, you know Nick Foles before this week. Nick Foles is the best. <laughs> Now he's the starter. Right, right, right. The right. second best, probably Tua, um, I guess. We haven't seen anything out of him, so as of right now, I'll put Nick Mullins above Tua and Tua at three, if that's who we're leaning at right now. Yeah, I wonder. Because number one, it well, it, okay. Actually, I agree with you now. The best backup quarterback in the NFL right now is Nick Mullins because we know Nick Foles is going to be the starter now for the Bears, which isn't a Niner Absolutely. topic, but <laughs> Niner. I mean, yeah, he played really well, so that was good. Yeah, he played. He played great. Yeah, it was. It was really great to see. I mean, other guys stepping up. Obviously, um, our receiver play hasn't been great. But um, this game, it, it, it really showed that it can be. Starting off with uh, Kendrick Bourne, who did great. But for some reason, 
He's only good with Nick Mullins. Well, yeah, that's not. I that's disagree not true. with that. He's he's good. Uh, that's not true. That's he's not true. elite with true. Nick Mullins. <laughs> he looks like. Yeah, he was he was great. I mean, I, I, he had this is stats, uh, four catches, a lot over the middle, which was awesome to see. Um, a lot of crossing routes. Uh, he was four catches on six targets, 63 yards, averaging 15.8 yards a catch. Uh, his long of uh, his longest catch was 18 today. Um, he looked great. I mean, catching a lot of contested balls. Like I said, a lot. Um, one was he was just running really crisp routes. I mean, he could have had some other ones. Uh, Burberry, I think, knocked uh, one out of his hand. It was, uh, feels bad, but other than that, I think Kendrick Bourne played played really really well today as well. Um, but, I mean, aside from me saying that he's only good with Nick Mullins, that's false. Uh, he did have five touchdowns last year with Jimmy G as a starter. So, uh, this is you know, still a little joke. But, um, yeah, he played he played great today. It's good to see that the wide receivers are finally, you know. Doing something? Game three. Yeah, finally doing something. Uh, specifically, Kendrick Bourne, because I love Kendrick Bourne. I love his energy that he brings to the team. I want him I want him to be good. So, it's good that he played really well this game, for sure. Um, another receiver who played really well today. G- great fucking game by him uh as uh, Ayuk, uh his second his second start uh had his first td of the year uh on a on a on a on a rush some a play that we see Debo Samuels did a lot last year um we actually it was the first play from scrimmage uh this game too as well it was just a little um end around uh to the right side exact same play for the touchdown uh for Brandon Ayuk uh, great fucking game. He had three rushes for 31 yards. Uh, obviously, that one touchdown he led in receiving. He also led in catches. Uh, he had five catches on eight targets for 70 yards, and he averaged 14 yards a catch. The longest catch he had was 20 yards. Um, it, it's great to see. It's it's a great dynamic. Uh, you love to see it. I mean, obviously with with Debo out, Kittle out as well. Hopefully, coming coming back soon. Then Reed was out too. Yeah, and Raheem is out too. It's. We have plenty of weapons on offense. Just a matter of people yeah. getting healthy and, and stuff like that. I think our offense is really gonna skyrocket soon. And Hasty was pretty good too when he was out there. He had a nice catch on his first play. He had some nice running. He I think he had like two rushes, like eight yards or something like that, uh, which isn't a lot of yards, but he looked good doing it. I mean, that's good there. Ayuk could have had two receiving touchdowns this game. Yes, yes, he could have. There was yes, one in the first quarter, I think, where. Mullen just threw it not far, not more to the post. Not with it. I mean, not. He didn't throw it more to like the pylon. He threw it like right. He he went like a little more in the mid of the field. It was more inside. Yeah, it was yeah. more inside. It should that have been more of an out. It should have been more towards the sideline, but it wasn't. He, he, yeah, he could yeah. have had a receiving. He could have had a. He could have had a. a he could have had two touchdowns today, but then the, the last touchdown that he didn't catch was the. Well, it wasn't really his fault. It was just the last play. I think before the half ended in the first half. He was open there as the ball was a little bit underthrown and hit the ground. So, But he was good. I mean, Ayuk's second game as a pro, he had over 100 yards receiving. I think five catches, 102 yards against the Bengals last year. While Ayuk had over 100 yards from scrimmage this year with a touchdown too. Um, so Ayuk is a Debo clone, just a little bit faster. Not as like strong. A little bit faster, a, a little bit a little bit lengthier. Not as tough. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying like Ayuk's weak or anything. It's just that Samuel's so like physical as a receiver yes. that you don't see as often. Ayuk right. isn't like some Dante Pettis. Don't think. I'm, don't don't think I'm going there. He's like a step below Samuel in physicality. Right. Because Debo will 
he'll run you over for sure. Yeah, he's, he's like a running back. Debo's a running back. Ayuk's more of a. Ayuk's a re- you can tell Ayuk's a receiver by how he doesn't like get as much contact. But he's not afraid of contact. He just absolutely not doesn't. It's not part of his game really. But if he has to, he'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and this rushing touchdown. Shout out uh, Kyle Ustick for that massive block on Blake Martinez. LOL. Uh, which Blake I thought Martinez, was going to be a problem at the beginning of the game, but Blake Martinez is bad. He's just a bad player. I've been. I said this before. Bad, the, shut, I said this before the. I said this the last episode. I, he's just a bad player, and they signed he's to. Not a, a bad player. They signed to a huge a deal. He had a sack this game. He's not. A I bad don't give player. a damn. He also got lit up in the passing game and got demolished <laughs> in the run game. He had one he good had play. He got destroyed by Ben Carlin and he got destroyed by Kyle Ustick. You love to see it. Uh, but yeah, he's just not good. He's, he's just not a good player to me. <laughs> like if he's like a backup on your team, that's really good. If he's starting for your team, your team is bad, and the Giants are bad. No he's offense or anything. He's just he's, he's just not a good player. <laughs> no offense. He's, he sucks. He should not be a pro. A good, he's a good player. Stop saying that. You don't you don't watch football. He's not uh, a good player. But yeah, let's move on. Uh starting with our running backs. Uh starting off with uh Jarek McKinnon, who had a really, really slow start to the game. Um I just don't know why. I mean he started he I put I put my I put it here. He started off really slow. It wasn't until like literally about two minutes left in the second half or in the second quarter where he started to see him really do his thing. Uh, Mullins was adding up the ball. He had some great throws. Um, he did have a rushing touchdown. He he did have 14 attempts, which I love to see. I mean, that's what we want to see. Um, give your playmaker the ball. Give him the touches, right? Uh, obviously, if Tevin Coleman was alive, I mean, sorry, not alive. If he was uh, not on IR, Jack McKinnon would probably have three carries and I'd be fucking pissed. Jeff but, um, Wilson, he, uh, though, did do his best Tevin Coleman impersonation by having 12 rushes for 15 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> but that's Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson's your fourth string running back. He's not your starter. So if he goes 12 for 15, it's expected. But he had a touchdown in the run game, touchdown yeah, in the passing game. Yeah, yeah, he had 54 yards receiving, which is fucking yeah, great. Yeah, he's good. He's a good player. Yeah. As the broadcast said, great. the broadcast, yeah. like one of the broadcasters said, he's a Niners fourth string running back. Yet he's better than he's better than most starters in the league, and he's a Niners fourth string. That's how deep they are. And their fifth yeah. strings are Michael Hasty, who's not like for those listening who aren't Niners fans, like Michael Hasty. Jesus Christ, these guys think everyone in the Niners is good. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying as your fifth like practice squad running back. To have a guy that's like not horrifically bad, who's actually you know, has some potential, that means you're deep. It means you're yeah. deep. Meanwhile, the Giants are running out Wayne Goleman, who can't catch a little pitch, and Dion Lewis, who can't, you know, stay on the field. And Devontae Freeman had two rushes, I think. I mean, Daniel Jones was their best was their best player on the field, but that adds. Jesus Christ. He's their best rusher, excuse me. He's their best rusher. The Daniel Jones is bad. <laughs> he had like 50, 58 yards. He's a is bad a stupid, quarterback. He's a goddamn stupid fucking um, little zone read bullshit that they got us on. But but yeah, uh, back to the running backs. Uh, Jerick McKinnon, uh, slow start. Uh, he did get injured. Uh, he did have an upper rib injury. Uh, but it was said that he should be fine, so everything should be good. Um, yeah, like Jake said, alluded to, uh, Jeff Wilson, great, great fucking game by him too as well. When uh they pulled pulled Jarek, uh, two TDs, great doing great job catching and running. Uh, but let's move on to the defense now. Um, starting off with the best linebacker in the game, uh, All Pro Fred. For those who don't know, Fred Warner, um, he's just that good. I mean, uh, he did have the interception, like I said. 
before the half ended, after we scored the touchdown by Jack McKinnon, the very I think the, it was like a couple plays, a very first play it might have been. Uh, he intercepted the ball, gave us yeah. another field good, great, great field position. Uh, we kicked the field goal to end the half. We were up sixteen to six. You you love to see it. So again, the defense, the captain of the defense, uh, Fred Warren just doing great. And just alluding to this, defense overall was awesome. Yeah, Jake. Yeah, yeah I agree it, with that. It was, yeah, yeah. It, they, they just. I mean, obviously we've been disappointed with injuries. No Solomon Thomas, no Nick Bosa, uh, Richard Sherman on IR. Uh, another cornerback getting hurt today, uh, Emmanuel Mosley. He's in concussion protocol. He did it. Uh, ended up not playing the game. Dante Johnson was in. But um, a really great surprise to see in this game was Jason Verrett. Um, looked fucking great this game, and you love to see that from him. Um, just a guy that, again, all pro law a couple of years ago. Um, doing his thing, covering, you know, whoever it was, Darius Slayton, Golden Tate, it doesn't matter. Jason uh, Fred was doing his thing out there. Um, but let's talk about defensive line now. And Deion Jordan, who was just called up from the practice squad. He was good. He, he was great. <laughs> his first snap recovered fumble. <laughs> that was his first snap recovered a fumble. And he got a sack later in the game. He was he he played great. Um, let me see his stat. Deion Jordan, yeah, two tackles, a one solo, one tackle for a loss, a sack. I recovered that fumble, like Jake said. Um, and then one guy that is making a huge impact that we were not talking about really in the offseason at all. But now that he has to step up, be the starter at the other defensive end spot, obviously rotating in and out. But is that that's Kerry Hyder Jr. Um, God, again, getting a sack back to back weeks. He has he has a sack. Um, he's playing really well. I think Again, he has, he has two sacks back. on this season. He's two sacks. Yeah, so he had a sack last week, a sack this week. He's got two for the season. He's on pace um, for nine and a half sacks for this season. I'll, I'll fucking take it. I mean, God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, doing doing great. Uh, Ziggy Ansah out there doing great as well. Yeah, he was good too. Uh, he had pressures as well. He didn't yeah, get, pressures as well. Was on I mean, the stat sheet, but yeah, he did you a know, lot. All, We'll say, I mean, obviously we'll be biased here, but I mean, people will always say that the tax numbers aren't there. Um, for Nick Bosa last year, people were saying, oh, no, Max Crosby had a lot more oh, tax. Oh, Max Crosby. The, the, thing, the thing is, is that Those mouth um, if, if you're smart, right? if you're smart, right? Like like me and Jake are. I don't know about Jake, but me and I, myself. Well, I'm uh, reading, reading Warren Sharp's book and stuff like that, that pressures obviously will allude into sacks later on. And that with the amount of pressures that the colors uh, Nick Bosa had last year, he had like 80-plus pressures last year. Yeah. If he hasn't gone hurt this year, he was going to have a 10-plus 10, 10 sack season. But um, obviously we're not going to see that. But again, the pressures are there. Put the pressure on the quarterback. Let the other oh, – oh, the coverage sacks will come. It's going to happen. And, you know, it's great to see that people who we, who, who we, were, we were thought we were not going to see at all this season step up and get those Who we were. Who we were gonna see this season uh fucking step up and you love to see it um but yeah on the defensive side play great you love to see it um but yeah my Emmanuel Mosley did get hurt it was on the play where uh him and Duhasi Tart were going out for a tackle together and Tart being the guy who just fucking lays the wood on people pause absolutely I think his body just flung into Emmanuel Mosley uh and he got a concussion uh, feels bad. Yeah, tart, tart is a load. Pause. 
Yeah, he's absolutely. incredible. No, he's yeah. absolute fucking yeah. yeah. But um, hopefully he's fine. Obviously, uh, Akilah Witherspoon got cleared of his concussion, but then he hurt his fucking hamstring. Fucking Christ, man. Um, but hopefully Emmanuel Mosley. Obviously, we don't want to rush people back in. Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he'll be able to play next week against the Eagles Sunday Night Football. Um, but we'll see. And then lastly, the last thing I want to talk about, um, Jordan Reed. Uh, he. Was there on offense? He played. He had six targets, two receptions. He almost had a touchdown, but it was on that near touchdown, which he hurt himself. Um, you probably saw in the slow mo for those who did watch the game, but of course didn't. Uh, he was in the back left end zone. Um, he went to go grab a ball. Uh, his left ankle kind of when he dropped and almost trying to caught it. His left ankle kind of tweaked. Uh, he fell down immediately. Uh, I thought he fucking tore his ACL, but uh, it's looking more, in my opinion. Obviously, we won't know until tomorrow. In my opinion, more of a an ankle sprain. Hopefully, it won't be as bad. Maybe as high it ankle sprain. Yeah, I mean, his ankle didn't bend as much as Jimmy's and stuff like that. But Jimmy's is a is 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 isn't as regarded as a. It's still a high ankle sprain, but it hasn't severe. Hopefully, yeah, because like it's okay. Yeah, because like they were working on his knee, and like the announcer said that, like he thought it was his knee. Like when it first happened, yeah. the announcer. And as as I did, I, as I did, I was shook. Yeah. I thought it was a torn ACL. I was gonna be so. Like that's what I thought it was because of the, you know, last week as well, where you know, right. everyone and yeah. their mom had a torn ACL on that stupid turf. Which I think, yeah. here's my take on why the turf was so bad last week. First, first day game, in New York on that like the first day game with that turf, it was hot too. So maybe that has something to deal with how the field felt. Because today, I don't, think, I don't think the Niners complained about the field today. Um, maybe they had different cleats. Maybe the field you know, was better because like, the weather was different. The sun maybe wasn't all the way down on it, beating down on the field, which could have been an issue last week, which is why it, you know, it got all sticky um, there. And plus, it's the first game. I'd, I'm not sure that has anything to do with it, though, but like, like the first day you play on something, like it's gonna take some, it's gonna take a little bit to get used to. So I guess maybe by they knew what to do this game instead of last game, where they didn't really know like how the field would play. Um, but for Jordan Reed, it sucked that he was hurt. Hopefully, it's just like a minor ankle sprain. I think it may be something more though. Um, not like a torn ace, not like anything torn or anything like that. But the way he was looking at his knee, the way he like hold, held his knee, it could be something in his knee as well. Could be like a bone bruise or a like you know how a kiddo had a MCL and a bone bruise. Could have a bone bruise in his knee and have like a tor- uh, not torn but like a uh, twisted ankle, sprained ankle. So yeah. I don't know if he's gonna play next week. We'll find out more tomorrow, obviously, and we'll see what happens. But Ross dealt another guy, Ross Dwelly. Oh, great, played great as well. Fucking yeah. a man, our depth is there. Yeah, God, Ross Dwelly. Yeah, he played well too. Let me look up his stats. Four for four, all catching. Uh, 49 yards, moving the chains. A lot of catches are coming on third down. Um, he had a big one where he got hit, spun out of it, ran for another uh, 15 yards. So this, it's just great to see. Obviously, it's the same thing as last year where guys were just going down uh, like left and right. Uh, we get him back. But um, the bug isn't going to go away. We're just going to have to fight it. Um, and that's just how it's going to be on from uh, from here on out. Uh, until we get healthy, uh, which is in the coming weeks, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, uh, I have nothing else to say. We do play the Eagles Sunday Night Football next week, and the week after that we play the Dolphins. Um, excited to see. Um, it's going to be great. Obviously, 
potential of going four and one is what we want. Uh, moving on from the Dolphins, hopefully, because that stretch of games from the until the <laughs> literally until the end of the until the end of the the year is going to be hard for us. So hopefully, we can get the wins now that we need and have other teams lose, which two did today, which is great to see. We'll talk about that in a moment. But yeah, uh, anything else to talk about, Jake? Um, for Niners wise. I have a question. I love questions. Who are you starting next week? Jimmy Garoppolo? Nick Mullins? Um, I mean, with the high angle sprain, obviously they said it's mild. Um, but if Jimmy's healthy, I'm starting Jimmy G. Yeah, I agree. Uh, however, though, they are playing the Eagles. And the Eagles are bad. They are terrible. They are awful. They are, enter any adjective you want to describe how something bad is. That's what the Eagles are. And Mullins played really good today. If Mullins struggled today, then it would be no question Garoppolo's playing. But since he played really well, I could see Kyle Shanahan saying, hey, you know, maybe just just to be safe, if you don't play this week, Jimmy's not the end of the world. You play next week against the Dolphins. When you get Debo back, when you get... Kittle may be back. I'm not sure he's gonna be back then. He may be back next week. I'm not sure though. When you get Mostert back, you, know, you might wait another week. So when you get all the people healthy at the same time to come play against the Dolphins, but if Roplo's fully healthy by this Sunday, he's starting. If there's any, Absolutely. yeah, there's any like sort of like percentage chance on which he could be re-injured. Um, this week. You go with Mullins just to be safe because Mullins played really well today. If, as I said, if Mullins struggled. You start him no matter what. But since Mullins played, it's probably the best, one of the best games a quarterback's played this season outside of Josh Allen and Russell Wilson and you know Aaron Rodgers, like the top elite quarterbacks. You could, you could, you know, you could afford to wait a week just to make sure Garoppolo's fully healthy, based on the opponent and based on how the player played. Absolutely. Well, let's move on. As uh, 49ers talk, we'll have our, uh, we'll talk about their next opponent on come Wednesday. But now let's talk about our NFL picks uh, this week. Um, results this week uh, for week two. I went ten and four overall now, and now Jake is eight and six. Uh, but now let's talk about our lock of the week, in which I took the Steelers uh, over the Texans. The Texans gave me a little scare there at the beginning, but the Steelers did overcome that. Uh, they did overcome the Texans and they did win. Um, let me actually look at the score. Let's talk about the games. Let's talk about these fucking games, huh? Let's talk about these fucking games, huh, mate? Yeah, they won 28 to 21. Um, Deshaun Watson is just. That guy needs some fucking help, man. I feel bad for him. <laughs> I fucking feel so fucking bad for him. Um, Imagine if he had a receiver. Randall, he had that Randall, Randall Cobb touchdown. I was like, oh, yeah. Deshaun Watson is back. But um, after really that, he only had he only completed 19 passes out of 27, 264 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. He was sacked five times. And he he did complete 26. I mean, 66 percent of his passes. Just imagine if we had a receiver. If we had an upper echelon receiver who was you know elite, one of the best of position. Um, I don't think he's ever had that before. I may be wrong, but if he had that number one wide receiver, he may be good again. And he, he had a better coach. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely fucking agree with you. Um, David Johnson, figure it out. I have dude. a question for you. Nick Mullins for Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins for Dan, Deshaun Watson, straight up. Who says no? 
says no? Who fucking says no? You're Maybe add a fourth no. round pick for Bill Bryan. You'd be like, oh, fourth round pick? <laughs> okay, here. We'll give you a fourth round and the Sean Watson for Nick Wallens. <laughs> sure. I say no. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, David Johnson figured out, dude, 23 yards on 13 carries is not good enough, even though he had a touchdown. That's 1.8 yards an average on a carry. Um, you got to get him going. I mean, obviously, Will Fuller is still there. He got a touchdown. Donald Cobb got a touchdown, like I said before. Like, get this guy some O-line help. Get this guy. Just just help him out, please. Um, the Steelers, obviously, they won. Big Ben, two touchdowns. Uh, James Conner looking back to his old self. 18 carries, 109 yards, had a touchdown. Uh, and Juju Smith-Schuster had a touchdown as well. And Eric Ebron had a fucking great fucking catch on the right side of the back of the end zone. Um, but, yeah, that was my lock of the week. I got it right. Jake, what was your game? So my lock of the week was the Colts over the Jets, and I was correct. As the Colts won that game 36-7, Sam Darnold <laughs> went Sam Darnold went 17 for 29, 168 yards, one touchdown. Actually, he had three touchdowns and three interceptions. However, those two touchdowns were to the other team, so that's not good there. Frank Gore had 57 yards rushing. Braxton Berrios, Jake Frankel, which is my name, Madden, franchise, Madden 20 franchise league legend, um, had four catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. And also, I'm looking at... The, fantasy scoreboard right now and it says this for real this guy had two catches for 35 yards his name unknown player so that if you know how it's going <laughs> for the jets that's how it's going for them unknown it's player his, his name is his l i'm i'm bitch reports it's l dot cager that's his name yeah it says unknown player on, on <laughs> espn fantasy now moving on to the court side uh philip rivers 17 for 21 you know 217 uh, yards one touchdown did he get, did he get hurt I think it's because they're up by a thousand points. They're like okay, okay. They have, uh, okay. I, I I was on red zone and all of a sudden Jacoby Brissett was in. And I was like, whoa, whoa. is Philip Rivers Garrett? Now back to our backup quarterback rankings. Jacoby Brissett's top two as a backup. He, he's top five. Top he's not five top. Two. He's not better than Nick Mullins. No, Nick Mullins is number one. I mean, Nick Foles is number two because he was a backup. Yeah. So. Top three, top, top three. Yeah, he's top three then. Um, so then uh, Taylor had 50, 59 rushes oh, for a touchdown. Oh, can't forget Taysom Hill. Who's, oh, he's top, top. Taysom, well, top Taysom Hill has thrown like 10 passes. But Taysom Hill also plays on the offense. So, I mean. Yeah, like, it's kind of, it's, he's, he's kind of tough to put in there. Um, tough, tough call there. Tough. So Taylor had 59 yards and a touchdown. And Mo Alley-Cox, pause, had 50 yards and one TD after his he's 100. Good, dude. He is pretty good. He had, only had, well, I think, good. nine catches last year. And yeah, then, like 82 yards. Last, and then he had two touchdowns last game. Touchdown again this game. Yeah. Last season, though, nine catches. Game, I'd say pick this guy up. Yeah. Only nine catches last year. He has more than that this year and more yards already. So he's a good one there. And that was my lock of the week as the Colts yeah. demolished the Jets. Absolutely. Well, let's move on uh, to our upsets. I got my upset last, uh, last week, right? Uh, this week, I thought I'd go for a little spicy upset here. And the 2-0 Bills versus the 2-0 Rams, uh, pretty close. Oh, my God. The Bills almost fucking blew this game. And I was about to be happy because I had them on, I had the Rams winning on my uh, five-game uh, parlay. But, obviously, the Bills did win this game. Uh, so, my upset was wrong. They won 35-32. to uh, Again, the Bills were up 28-3. to And they let the Rams rally. And I thought it was I thought it was going to happen. But um, Josh Allen's good. Josh Allen's good. MVP front there, runner? There, there was a bullshit PI call. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. No, that I thought sucks the, for I them, thought, though. Oh, 
You hate to see it. It was like it was fourth and something or or third and long or something like that. And I don't know who what corner it was. It wasn't Jalen Ramsey, but I think Johnson something. They're, they, they're both fighting. They're, you can't call it on either the offense or the defense. Both the receiver and the cornerback are both hand fighting. And then once the, the receiver releases his hands, all of a sudden the corner is like on an island and then, you know, flop, flop, floppity flop. Yeah. And then the fucking flag is thrown. It's fucking bullshit. I hate it when the refs take it in their hands at the end of the game to start throwing flags all of a sudden. It's, it's fucking bullshit. I'd rather have a fucking no call. But at the same time, at the same time, people aren't going to be happy either way. But I mean, it's it's fucking bullshit. Um, yeah. I, the plus side here is is that the Rams fucking lost. Yeah, so. I agree. If you're what what you're saying, except those against the Rams, so I'm all for it. Exactly. No, that's that's what I said. The Rams lost. Now, I'm all. Josh Allen, MVP front runner. <sighs> I think it's he, between, he's up there, man. He's, between, he's getting yeah. up there. It's, it's between, it's really between well. three players right now: Russell Wilson. Josh Allen, and Nick Mullins. That's the top three right now. <laughs> I mean, he, again, 24-33, 311 yards. Did have an touchdown. interception, but... He didn't have an interception, but four TDs, I mean, that's still, you know... I think he like, has 13 touchdowns and one interception this year. Yeah, he, do have, he does have two fumble losses. It's just the way he runs, though. But, I mean, uh, their, their team... Rushing Devin Singletary, 13 attempts, 71 yards. Cole Beasley, six catches, 100 yards. Uh, Stephon Diggs had a touchdown for himself. Um, Singletary, again, also doing well on the backfield, 50 yards on four catches. Um, Tyler Croft, former Bengal, now on the Bills, two touchdowns, 24 yards. They're doing their thing out there in Buffalo, 3-0. Bills Mafia should be really happy right now, especially on this, this game. I really thought they were gonna have a loss here because this this stretch of games that they have right now is 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 really fucking tough, and we'll see how they battle it out. But obviously, didn't the Rams, you pick them to go eight and eight? Who the rank the the Bills? Yeah, I can't remember. I don't think I had them winning the division. I I think I because I remember we had this. We went over, we went through their schedule. Yeah, and we can go back. I think they've been the surprise of the NFL. It's either. I was high. I mean, we can go check. We can go check the receipts. I don't know. I forget what episode it was, but ninety four, ninety five. Aside from that, I'll look it up. Yeah, if you want to look it up, they're playing really fucking well. Um, on the other side, the Rams. Uh, Goff still threw three, uh, through three hundred yards. He had had two TDs. He had thrown an interception. Uh, Dell Henderson. Wow, is doing really. People really thought this was going to be a running back by committee. I mean, even though Malcolm Brown uh, had a great week last week and then Daryl Henderson had a great week uh, the week before that, it's Daryl Henderson had 20 attempts, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Um, and again, um, the receivers that they just paid, Robert Woods, played great, had a touchdown, 74 yards. Cooper Cup, nine catches, 107 yards. Um, but again, lackluster defense, even though Aaron Donald is honestly the the biggest guy you want to worry about on the on the Rams defense just throwing guys left and right um but yeah uh Bills beat the Rams yeah so I, I don't have it on I I don't I don't have it with me I, we didn't write it down we just did it off top of our head <laughs> so so we can't remember but yeah no I'll have to look let's it move up. on then. I'll look it up and we'll, I'll get back to you on Wednesday so now moving on what to was, my what upset, was your upset of the week, Jake? My upset pick of the week was the Bengals over the Eagles. Unfortunately, the game ended in a tie. 
So the Bengals didn't lose, apparently. Um, they tied. But... It was um, a great pick, though. They, they almost fucking had the yeah, win. I've, I've been close on the Jaguars and on, the Bengals. Yeah, you've been close on two now. Yeah, um, so, but, yeah. yeah Why don't you talk game, about how Joe Burrow did? Yeah, so in that you? game... Um, Let's see. We're gonna. Yep. Yeah, so in that game, Joe Burrow, who I started in fantasy this week, had thirty-one for forty-four, three hundred and twelve yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Joe Mixon only had forty-nine rush, forty-nine rushing yards and seventeen attempts. Well, Tyler Boyd had ten catches for one hundred twenty-five yards. Um, so he was good there. Rashawn Hig or T Higgins had five. There's another guy. There's a guy named Rashawn Higgins who was on the Browns. This is T Higgins on the Bengals. He had five for forty and two touchdowns. AJ Green five for thirty six, Bernard five for fifty five. Washed. Right AJ there. Green's washed. Yeah. And then Carson Wentz twenty nine for forty seven, two twenty five, one TD, two interceptions. Sanders had ninety five yards rushing. Wentz did have a rushing touchdown. Uh, the leading receiver for him was um, Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Yep. So eight catches, seventy two yards, and a TD. While Ertz had seven and seventy. Eagles are zero and three. Eagles are really bad. They play the Niners next week. So they're not zero and three. They're zero. Oh, two and one. And one. Um, so they're going to be, they're going to, Niners should have a good time with them next week. Um, so we'll see what happens there. And that's my upset pick of the week. And I, they tied. I technically didn't lose this game. I didn't win it, but we'll go for the loss. <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, obviously the 49ers and Giants game, we both picked the Niners. Why would we not? Uh, they won that game. Um, let's move on <laughs> uh, to the Raiders versus Patriots. Ah, oh, God, the up-and-coming Raiders, huh? The good old yeah, 2-0, they went, huh? Yeah, they if, you were in the, if your team ain't 2-0, don't yeah. talk to us, bro. They were in the yeah, air, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were on an airplane ride that crashed into the sea today. <laughs> Their bubble has bursted. They lost badly. Yeah, they lost. So they lost, uh, well, we'll see here and there. Uh, we'll see right here. Uh, Jake and I both took the pass, so we got that win. Uh, great dub from both, for both of us. Um, but... <sighs> I don't know. The defense was just not looking good at all. Um, obviously, the offense was able to score 20. Uh, Derek Carr, 24 of 32, 261 yards. He threw for two touchdowns. Uh, wasn't enough. Josh Jacobs couldn't find the end zone. 16 attempts, 71 yards. That's, I despise Derek Carr. Didn't do a bunch. Hunter Renfro. I, I, Hunter Renfro, best receiver on the team? Yeah, he is. He might be the best slot receiver in the NFL. Six catches, 84 yards, had a touchdown. Um, Boston Moreau, their tight end, also had a touchdown. Their second best receiver, Brilliant Edwards, who is also a rookie. Their tight ends uh, are bad, too. Two catches, 48 yards. Well, no, they have Waller. Um, <laughs> what am I talking about? Darren Waller only had two catches at, in nine yards after a monster game last week, so I guess they couldn't find him. But yet again, the Patriots, you know, great coaching staff, they'll they'll key on a guy, and they'll just, they'll just get rid of him for the entire game, no matter they, they what. They really went after Corey Littleton today. Yeah, he's not a good coverage linebacker at and all. They paid him a lot of money. <laughs> they paid him a lot of money. Um, but yeah, Cam Newton on the other hand, just just getting it done, I guess. I mean, seventeen for twenty-eight pedestrian numbers, one hundred sixty-eight, sixty-two yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, That's why they're running backs. Their defense. Oh my god, man! The 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 Patriot running back situation. I hate it. I, for great for them. Wise. Great for the Patriots, dude. Yeah. Three-headed monster, two-headed monster is what you would call it. But for fantasy, 
like I want I wanted to pick up Sonny Michelle this week. I wanted to pick up Rex Burkhead getting another league, but it's so hard to start him. It's like the Niners running backs. Because you just don't know who's yeah. going to get the bulk of the carries. It's fucking annoying. It's the Niners. It's like the Niners running backs. They have Mostert. They have McKinnon. They have you know Coleman. One week Coleman can go off. Then next yeah, week they he have does Jeff nothing. Wilson Jr. Who never goes to catch a game. When that's why the Niners just, are built like the Patriots. A quarterback you just don't know. The pa- just Niners and know. Patriots have a quarterback that that just does enough. And they have a defense that can lead them. And that's what both teams have. Yeah, just just talking about the running backs. Sonny Michelle, oh my God, nine. He only had nine attempts. One hundred seventeen <laughs> rush yards. And Rex Burkhead. Rex Burkhead, six attempts, forty nine yards, two touchdowns. Then he had receiving <laughs> touch. Then he had a receiving touchdown too. Yeah, so three total touchdowns. He was a leading receiver for the Patriots as well with 49 yards and seven catches. Three total touchdowns for that guy. Like, the Patriots are 2-1. and one. Can they win this division? I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a tough battle for the – I mean, obviously with Cam Newton, he That's can be a great just answer. an absolute wild card, and he can just will his team to a victory just with his legs. Or he can throw um, his team out of a victory like Josh Allen yeah, can do sometimes. Like, oh, yeah, like Josh Allen used to do. But now that, you know – Josh Allen's on his MVP. We'll start it here. MVP season hype right now. Once that first game happens, we'll see how it goes. And we'll, you know, it, it should be. Because he did play a real be, team. It should week. be fun to watch the NFC. What, what is the division? NFC, NFC, no. AFC. The AFC, AFC West? Yeah, East. AFC West. East. AFC East, excuse me. Jesus, what's English? Um, But yeah, it should be fun. Patriots, I love watching Cam Newton. I, 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 I hate that. People, oh, he has too much fun on the field. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. You know why they say it's that? They yeah, I wonder like, why they. I wonder why you yeah, say that. I wonder why. I wonder why. I don't know. I don't know why they would say that, but I wonder why they would say that. Also, never mind. That's a different okay, topic. Well, <laughs> let's move on uh, to the Thursday night game. Um, ass. Game ass, was ass. Absolute ass. Jags lost. Uh, I'll say it. Jags lost. Jags lost. Uh, we both, we both lost. Both took yeah. over. Um, let's see what the score of the game was. Twenty-eight seven. Thirty-one to thirteen. Jake, uh, what's this? What's the um? Forty-seven and a half was the over. That's forty-four. So they, they did not hit the over. So Jake and I uh, both also both lost on that one. Um, fucking Jags, man. I thought Minshew was all about it. Just wasn't. Uh, yeah, he but, hasn't. He didn't look good that game. That was a bad. That was an off game for him. Did not look good at all. Um, let's actually look at the stats. We can look it up right now. His stats I mean, might be he, good though, but he didn't play well. Thirty for forty-two on attempts, two hundred seventy-five yards. Interception just wasn't there for him. It's only six they're, yards they're, attempt they're, though. Their running back, this undrafted rookie, or yeah. I think he might be rookie, is really good. He's good. I think his James name Robinson. Is Robinson, yeah. Three uh, eleven attempts, rushing forty-six yards, two TDs. Passing wise though, six for six, six targets, six catches, eighty-three yards. No touchdown, but. Average thirteen and thirteen point eight yards a catch. So pretty, pretty, pretty solid uh, running back there, I'd say. Uh, Fitzpatrick, uh, one hundred sixty-eight yards. He only missed two throws. Eighteen for twenty. Uh, he had two touchdowns. Uh, Miles Gaskins decided to have twenty-two carries with sixty-six yards. Uh, Fitzpatrick also did it up with his legs, seven carries with thirty-eight yards, and a rushing touchdown, so three total touchdowns for him. Uh, their leading receiver was Devontae Parker with uh, five targets, five receptions, sixty-nine yards. Nice, um, nice, and doing their thing there. Took care of business. They won the game over there. Um, but yeah, I'll say it again though: put two in, no matter what. Even if Fitzpatrick played his best game in like 
10 years. Um, well, I wouldn't say 10 years, but um, put two in. I want to say two would do his thing. He was good that last week. The best, the worst part was um, is the, the Jaguars aren't great. They're not as bad as we thought they would be. They're just still not that good of a team. So kind of that's kind of yeah, yeah. So that sucks for them. So yeah, that's all I have for the Jags though. Absolutely. Let's move on to the last uh, game of of Sunday, the Sunday night game, obviously, in which the Packers uh, beat the Saints thirty seven to thirty. Um, Jake and I both took the Packers. Um, Drew Brees is not the same. We'll say, well, well no. me, me and Jake will obviously agree on that. He's um, driven he's off the, the cliff. <laughs> There's a cliff. He's uh, this off is of. Alvin Kamara's team. Can we agree on that? Yes. This is this is Alvin Kamara's team. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Drew. Uh, just look at his stats. Drew Brees, 29 for 36. Very efficient, obviously, still. 288 yards, three touchdowns. Um, two of them going to Alvin Kamara, one going to Emmanuel Sanders. But this is this is solely Alvin Kamara's team. I, what I'm astonished at right now is actually Latavius Murray had 12 attempts, more than Alvin Kamara. Uh, but they had the same amount of yards, which is 58 yards. Um, yeah. So they're two-headed monster out there. Um, Taysom Hill sucks. He fumbled the ball. They, they, that's what they lost, to be honest. Fuck that guy. Um, Alvin Kamara, 14 targets, a.k.a. Captain Checkdown, 14 targets, uh, 13 receptions, 139 yards receiving, uh, two TDs, like I said. Uh, that 52-yard catch fucked me over. And, uh, it's Mississippi State that he plays for, Jake. But we'll talk about that later. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, on the Packers' side, uh, Aaron Rodgers doing his thing. Uh, 21 of 32, 283 yards. A, a lot of... Uh, is, is it just me or a quarterback's not throwing for 300 yards anymore this season? What do you mean? I feel like it's a lot less yardage. I feel like last year a lot of people were throwing over 300 yards on a week-to-week basis, and it's just not well, happening this year. Well, I think it has to do with no preseason. True. Not a lot of preseason, not a lot of training camp. Eh, you're right. That's probably why. Yeah, three three TDs. I only took one sack. Uh, Aaron Jones, free Aaron Jones, like Matthew Barry says on uh, on his ESPN show. 16 attempts, 69 yards. Nice. Uh, one touchdown. Um, Alan Lazard, Matt, monster game by him. They're with. They played without Devontae Adams. Uh, they were the un, they were the underdog in this game. They did beat the Saints. Uh, Alan Lazard, six catches on eight targets, 146 yards for a touchdown. A uh, one touchdown. He had a 70, uh, 72-yard uh, catch. Uh, absolute bomb by Aaron Rodgers. That was great to see. Um, their tight end Tanyan had five catches, five, uh, five catches, 50 yards, a touchdown as well. And Mercedes Lewis also had a touchdown. Um, but, yeah, that that was that game. Anything that flashed out to you on that game, Jake, at all? Not anything from – actually, a stat from that game, that Aaron Rodgers has only thrown a touchdown, the one first-round pick. In his NFL career, receiver wise or tight end wise, that's for Lewis, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers gonna do it without weapons or not? He's gonna fucking send it. He's just gonna make those players better around him. And that's just the kind of player he is, and he's gonna ask a lot out of. He's gonna ask a lot out of the people on his team, and they better fucking deliver because it's fucking Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Also, the fact that they drafted in the second round didn't even fucking play this game. He suited up, didn't even play. They have a undrafted. They have an undrafted uh, running back playing. Irvin instead, LOL. That's why you don't draft nice, the running back in the first nice round. Nice draft, Packers. Nice Bryce Love pick. That's he's why like, you don't draft the quarterback. Well, nice. 
Nice, Packers. Fucking nice. They could have had Jerry Judy, but they didn't. Thank God. But yeah, uh, last game of the week, uh, Monday night, Chiefs versus Ravens. The Ravens are the favorite by three and a half points. The line might have shifted, but that's what we're going off of. Um, but it doesn't matter. We pick our picks outright, no matter what. Um, I picked the Chiefs. Jake, on the other hand, has picked the Ravens. We're currently tied for this week in, uh, in picks right now. Um, so this might be the deal breaker right here, whoever wins this one. Um, but yeah, those were the games we wanted to highlight it. Uh, let me see if there were any, any other games I wanted to talk about um, that caught my eye. Oh, the Cardinals lost to the Lions. Another uh, NFC West. That was an upset. Even though I kind of saw that game coming. Pause. Um, the teams, the Cardinals are 2-0. Typical trap game. They're yeah, not. The Lions, the Lions finally won a game. Yeah. And Matt Stafford, get Matt Stafford out of Detroit. Get him on a real team. Get him on a real team. He played play really well. He can still sling it. Uh, Adrian Pearson, wow, 22 attempts on 75 yards. This guy still got it. The guy still got it. Yeah, it's not good for my uh, carry on Johnson fantasy pick because. Yeah, I know. It means what we're talking about it today. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> I need I need a running back bad. I have Mostert out. Gallon uh, out. Let's see. The Chargers lost twenty one to sixteen. The Buccaneers won twenty eight to ten. Um, the Bears are fucking three and zero. They're the worst three and zero team in NFL history. They're the worst. Th- they're frauds. We'll we'll put it at that. They're they played no one. They've been down in every game. They should have lost. They should they could they should be zero and three. They should actually should be zero and three. Yes, they should actually be zero and three. Uh, but the Falcons, they're fucking garbage. The Falcons need to fire whatever the hell is the coach's name is Dan Quinn today. Dan Quinn. They need to fire yesterday. Everybody. Last they, week. They, they need to fire him. They should have they fired him the year before. They should have fired him after the Super Bowl and kept Kyle Shanahan. Thank God they didn't, though. Yeah, thank God. They, yeah, they need to fire him. Uh, the Vikings lost uh, to the Titans 31-30. to Van uh, Jefferson? Or Jeff Justin Jefferson? Jefferson? Yeah. Two. Seven catches, 175 yards, two touchdowns, I think? Or one touchdown? One. Yeah, seven catches, 175 yards. Crazy, yeah. Um, Christian still stinks though. Three three touchdowns, two interceptions, garbage. Dalvin Cook, uh, really really fucking good running back. Twenty two carries, hundred eighty one yards, uh, one touchdown. Uh, yeah. Um, other than that, the Browns won against the Washington Football Team. LOL. Daniel Has or whatever the hell his name is, Dwayne Haskins, bad quarterback. They just put Alex Smith in. <laughs> just a bad quarterback. He's just bad. Well, what else? Also, I was the Giants. I thought he was good. He's just not. The quarterbacks in that first round were bad. Haskins and Jones are Haskins. bad. Daniel Jones. Is this the same jump as Baker Mayfield? No. No, it's not. not. Let me look up the 2019. It was Kyler Murray. Daniel Jones went fourth. Dwayne Haskins. Who else? Who else was, who else was the quarterback in that first round? Drew Locke, um, he's, he's in the hurt. second round he's now. Hurt. Second round now, but Drew Locke has shown something in his career. Dwayne Haskins, he's, he's Dan hurt. Jones haven't shown anything yet. Yeah, I, I, Daniel Jones has one play. He looks great, and other than that, he just looks like shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so what uh, will they tank for Trevor? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, well, that's it for the picks this week and the other games that we talked about. Or, um, Jake wants to talk about. Yeah, or would they tank for KJ Costello? Which new segment? It's called Football Player of the Weekend. So we take a football player from the NFL, college football, CFL, Arena League, 
whatever indoor league there is, and say who the best player of the weekend was. And the best player of the weekend for the first annual, for the first weekly award is K.J. Costello from Mississippi State. In his first game in the SEC, he breaks about 3,000 records. He threw for 623 yards, five touchdowns, two interceptions against the former national champion, LSU Tigers. K.J. Costello, who did go to Stanford, graduate transfer, Went to Mississippi with Mike Leach, who does the air raid, just pass the ball every time. 623 yards in your first game against a top five team who just won the national championship with a great, with a cornerback who's great too there. Um, he's the football player of the weekend. So, KJ Costello, congratulations. Yeah, shout out to K- KJ. Um, Stanford guy. Also, Pac 12 football's back. Yeah, Pac-12 football is back. They're playing seven games. Cal uh, has a good chance. Cal's going to be really good. Play seven games. I think October 7th it starts. Yeah, it starts soon. Yeah. Cal's going to be good. Cal. You wanna, where they, well, are they going to be good? Like actually? Last year, yeah, last year when they had their starting quarterback, Chase Garbers, they were undefeated. They were like 7-0. and <clears throat> They were ranked, right? They were they ranked, were ranked like high, too, like 15. That's pretty good. They have a shot. They, they have a chance to win the Pac-12 South or North, whatever the hell division they're in. The and North, maybe go to a fucking Bay Area. Yeah, whatever. And maybe go to a Rose Bowl, which would be nice for Cal, because Cal, ever since the Tedford era, remember when they had on one team they had Marshawn Lynch, Deshaun Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Marvin Jones, well, not in the same time, but like in the same kind of years. They also had Keenan Allen, a ton of running backs, and Berkeley was just shit. Who? And Berkeley was just shit. I'm not a Cal fan, so I don't know. They were just. I remember one year they were number. They were the number two team in the country. They were going to go to the national championship game that year, and their idiot quarterback of no time match decided they're running, running in the middle of the field and get sacked <laughs> at the two yard line with no time left, and they couldn't kick a game winning field goal. <laughs> so they lost. Oh, well. Pac-12 is back. And Pac-12 I, is back. Pac-12 after dark. You'll have to see it. Yes. But yeah, um, that's it for the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, to the big podcast episode 97 uh don't forget to like us on facebook uh follow us on instagram at the ba podcast also follow us on twitter at ba podcast underscore one also follow us on spotify subscribe to us on the soundcloud app and the podcast app (laughs) Yeah, make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, do the same about 50 times to gain the system. A little trick I learned from being in the industry for over 32 months. So we're going to talk to the podcast worldwide. We would take talk to the podcast sports for recreation, but as you know and we know, we should be the start of the BA podcast. So you get to talk to the podcast worldwide, we'll give you a high five. That's that for today's episode. James? Bye! Bye! Lord Farquaad! <laughs>